Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I'm taking my scripture today from 2 Kings chapter 7. I'll read from verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow, about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shaker, and two seers of barley for a shaker at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, that is Elisha now said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes. But you shall not eat of it. That's for the skeptic. That's not for the righteous. For the righteous, tomorrow, something is about to happen. It's something wonderful. Something good. Something great. In the name of Jesus. Um, First, let me... Look at tomorrow. Man boasts about tomorrow all the time. Man assumes God all the time and say what they will do tomorrow, what they will accomplish tomorrow, what they will, where they will go tomorrow. You know, the book of James actually warns. He said, no, you say, look, 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 leave the Lord permits. But it's very, very typical of man to just assume. Actually, the reason why we have problems in our relationships most of the times is because we take them for granted. Is somebody hearing me? Because we begin to take very meaningful relationships for granted. That's why relationships that have more problems than any other relationship it's marriage. What's the best to you of all relationships amongst men? It's easily taken for granted. And when you begin to take it for granted, you know what happens? You become insensitive to your partner, to the one with whom you have a relationship. And in no time, they begin to feel shortchanged in many things. They begin to feel disrespected in many areas. And that's usually the cause of problems. He's the same with us and God. He is God. He expects minimally that in all our ways, we should acknowledge him. He expects that we should always give him the honor that he deserves as God. 
But we get so familiar that we begin to take certain things for granted. I'm not preaching legalism. No, 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 no. Glory be to God in the highest. I wonder why we have problems comparing holiness and grace. It shows our immaturity. Because the truth is this. If it's God-related and you think you have a role to play, what makes you think it is not grace that gives you that permission? Can you do anything for God or to please God without grace? In fact, you have no access without grace. It is by grace through faith. So, if I'm going to live the life he wants me to live, it's by grace through faith. So, if I'm going to live a holy life, it's by grace through faith. So, why is it a problem? I'm talking tomorrow. That's why somebody will stand up and boast me tomorrow. But you see here, it wasn't somebody, it was God. I was saying, tomorrow. Through the prophet. And because we take God for granted and because we take relationships, our relationship for granted, and this guy was like, wait a minute. You can be, you can be Elisha, you can be anything you want to be. Tomorrow, you must be joking. But he said, he listened. He said, then Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus is the Lord. Tomorrow. And that guy got up. <laughs> oh, yeah? You are bigger than God. <laughs> the Bible says everything that tried to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. What will happen to you? It will be cast down. By who? By us. How? By faith. Tomorrow. So when God is saying tomorrow, then please go to bed. I thought I should quickly address that so I don't skip it. How does it relate? God has spoken to us concerning this year. So how do you take it? Like the man on Wusan the Kingling's own. Or like a child of God that fears God. So, if God is telling me something, he's saying tomorrow, how do I interpret that tomorrow in the light of today? In the light of now, how do I interpret that tomorrow? That means, hey, concerning this matter, don't continue to despair or be fearful. This is what I will do. So concerning this matter, concerning my life, concerning tomorrow, I should be expectant of what the Lord promised me. Not what the world is doing or saying. I know the interesting thing. There will always be a tomorrow. And that's why the just shall live by faith. Trusting in God from day to day. 
But hear me well. As long as there is tomorrow, there is something to believe God for. Don't believe the lie of the devil. <laughs> no matter how difficult today may be, he said, hey, even when weeping endures the whole night, joy will wake tomorrow up for you. Tell your neighbor, say, there is a tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. And what happens tomorrow? His mercies are new. Oh, I'm telling somebody now that you came here thinking what has been pursuing you all your life will follow you through this service is a lie from the pit of hell. There will be a cut off, a cutting off today. In the name of Jesus. Someone say by fire, by force, there is a cutting off in the name of Jesus. You are possessing your possession in Jesus' name. Woo, I feel the fire now. Glory be to God. <laughs> so, hallelujah. The Egyptians you saw yesterday, the ones you are seeing today, be assured in the name of Jesus, tomorrow you will not see them again. Say, by fire, by force, I cut them off. In the name of Jesus. Now listen to me. If you are going through troubles and you are taking this message for granted, you have yourself to blame. This is not the time to begin to get distracted. I'm not joking. Except you like the troubles you have been going through all this while. If you don't like it, please give me your attention. Give your full attention to what God is saying now. I'm not joking, no. I'm honest, I'm not joking. Let me give you the context of this message quickly. I'll go back to 2 Kings chapter 6. From verse 24. And it happened after this that Ben Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all. all. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. All his army. <laughs> oh, I love God. And went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And indeed, they besieged it until a donkey's head <laughs> was sold for eight shekels of silver. And one fourth of a cab. Malabosha, <laughs> Kandabronic, <laughs> that's my understanding that's the droppings so they were eating the waste of the donkeys because there was no food so the, the nutrient in the leaves that the donkeys ate the little that they were still regurgitating you know they, they chew the cord alright and so when they have absorbed all they want and the rest passes through there, you know, and they, they facade, the men will go and pick it and begin to sell to it. And that was famine. That was real famine. Then the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, verse 26. A woman cried out to him, saying, Help, my Lord, O King. And he said, 
if the Lord does not help you, where can I find help for you? From the threshing floor or from the wine press? And that's why for every serious Christian, this is the time to pray for Nigeria like never before. Verse 28, then the king said to her, what is troubling you? And she answered, this woman said to me, give your son that we may eat him today. That was funny. They resorted to cannibalism. So he began to tell the stories. 30. Now it happened when the king had this horrible, horrible news that he tore his clothes and as he passed by on the wall, the people looked and there underneath he had sackcloth on his body. He was sad. Then he said, God, do so to me, and more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remains on him today. All right? But Elisha was sitting in his house, and the elders were sitting with him, and the king sent a man ahead of him. But before the messenger came to him, Elisha said to the elders, Do you see how this son of a murderer, he was talking of the king then, has sent someone to take away my head. Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. It's not the sound of his master's feet behind him. And while he was still talking with them, there was a messenger coming down to him. And then the king said, surely this calamity is from the Lord. The king said that. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Now, let me just quickly feed you into that place. Why are you reading all this, Pastor Taiwo? The time has come for the church to start operating in the gift of the Spirit. Operating the gift of the Spirit is not luxury for us. It's our lifestyle. It's not luxury. Now, hey, that one can prophesy. Hey, that one can see vision. The Bible says the, the epoch we are in is the epoch where you will dream dreams and you will see visions. I'm not joking. The days are evil. You don't know people until you see them in the spirit. I know what I'm talking about. Let me say it again. Before you totally embrace people, know them in the spirit. If we had read a little earlier, you see where the king of Syria was so troubled. He said, before I plan something, it is revealed to the king of Israel. One of you amongst us here is a snitch. They said, no, none of us. There is a man of God in Israel. This is the period of the children of God. The last day he has put out his spirit on the flesh. I'm not joking. Let me pull some words from Pastor Bimbo of Blessed Memory. Some are running a, a, a marrying handsome devil. 
Marrying well-painted and well-groomed satanist, devil, witch. I'm wondering how why your life is the way it is. Where is your designing ability? We can't afford to do that anymore. And let nobody operating in the flesh stay clear. If you don't understand what we're doing, just watch. God will take you there later. He said, I know that this is from the Lord. Uh-huh. Is that why you should kill Elisha? Then go and kill God. I said that to say this. Enemies of God cannot shoot an arrow to hit God. They will attack you because you are God's children. That's, can't, can't you see? Now it can be understood that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers from them. He will deliver. <laughs> and that's why you should know what to believe now. We are not playing Christianity anymore. We are living Christianity. The just shall live. No, shall occasionally exercise. The person you do business with, be careful. That doesn't mean you cannot do business with anybody. Yes, you can do it with anybody. But be careful what you sign. Be careful how much of your heart, your conscience is being pulled away because of money. Outside marriage, the next most dangerous thing to do is to do serious business. Have a partner with the devil. And you say, maybe I'm making big money. I'm not saying you can't do business with anybody. We can, but be very discerning. God forbid the person you do business with that you know, he, he won't bat an eye to, to, to send us a sin after you because of money. What's wrong with you? You should never have gotten that business with them in the first place. But what kind of stupid partnership? Husbands, be careful. Wives, open your eyes. The days are evil. I didn't plan this. I don't know why I'm getting to this. It's pretty easy for you to become useless in a relationship. By their definition. When they've got what they wanted. Is it children they have it? Is it money? All your money is theirs now. They can kill you. Open your eyes. They don't fear God. Even just say you are the, say you, you bro vipers. You are the, you are like your father, the devil. You are entering into marriage. You are doing such terrible, such kind of serious covenant business with. Are you okay? Let your eyes be open today. Someone say, by fire, by force. Ah, the whole of this place is quiet. That's all right. Say, by fire, by force. I'm taking back my territories. Let your eyes open. Let your eyes open. The unbeliever does not think like you think. 
those in covenant with the devil does not think like you think. This evil is from the Lord. Yes. So you must kill Elisha. But before he left this place, Elisha knew you can't afford to live anyhow anymore. The gift of the Spirit is a daily thing. You live by them, with them. Expect to operate in them. Uh-uh. Don't tell me it doesn't happen. Don't excuse your own inadequacies and your laziness. God forgive us. I've been in prayer meetings where before we close, people will tell you what God is saying and showing. And there will be confirmations. And it's very regular. We're all in the same prayer meeting. You just say, and you went away. People received. Serious matters. The gift of Spirit is for all of us to benefit from. All of us. They tell us, wait, you don't take a step without. Ah. He saw it. He said, Look, this guy, before he finished speaking, they were at the door. He said, Please hold him there. He was still struggling. He said, His master is behind him. And hear what he said. He said, Surely this calamity is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? So what do you mean you don't wait? So what will you do? Kill Elisha? Will that solve your problem? Uh-uh. Chapter 7. Then Elisha said, Can I say this to you? The more you stay outside the word, the more you expose yourself. Elisha said, You will deliver yourself by what you are saying. No matter how terrible the battle may be. And my prayers that what you are saying will be what God is saying. If you are saying what God is saying, nothing created can stand. Jesus said, he speaks and I do the work. I hear him and I follow. I do the works. Don't begin to elevate the devil. I see if he has the power. That's what kind of power? Somebody say by fire, by force. They say, I go before you as a consuming fire. If you forget anything, for, no, don't forget this. For them, he was just going before them. For us, he's not just going before us. He's going before us. He's in us. He said, consuming fire. You know what he does for me? He refines me daily. He removes all the drought. And then he consumes so no man shall be to stand before you all the days of your life. Or for what? So I can repossess my possession and possess more territories in the finished work of Christ. We're in the end time. You haven't seen drama yet. You see men do things, you say, really? Very soon. Does it surprise you the way things are now? How men and women just behave. We haven't seen anything. Then Elisha said, Why the king is still doing crack? He wants to kill. He said, Hear the word of the Lord. 
Thus says the Lord. <laughs> By the time he finished speaking, he said, tomorrow, he didn't say it because he was afraid. He was saying it to prove that God is in control. Every, every agitation of hell against your life this year, they will meet with the judgment of God in the name of Jesus. Let me say it again. I said they will meet with the judgment of God in the name of Jesus. The fire of God will consume them. In the name of Jesus. But you have to put yourself in the right space. That's the thing. You cannot be longing after the devil's dinner when God has a table before you. He said, He prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. So you don't need to look for any long spoon. Don't sit at this table. We are in the era when the manifold wisdom of God will begin to be revealed to the principalities and powers. So don't keep it. And God will still use men to do that. He wants to use you. So he now gave them the word of God. Hey, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow, about this time, is your fire flower. <laughs> Verse 2. So an officer. They say, the question is, who are you listening to? The internet and radio preachers who are saying rubbish that they don't even understand. Using their left hand finger to point at the God you serve, and you had, you, they are trending. Trend, trend rubbish. Trend what? So they are the one controlling the doctrine in the church. So you read. So you want to do what they say. You know the dangerous thing? The day so become poor, they will leave you in the. God forbid you see them bowing down and knocking their head before Jesus and Jesus will take them and use them so you'll be wondering why am I following them they'll tell you when to give tithe when to give offering they'll tell you when to go to church when not to go to church they'll tell you they're, 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 they're even interpreting Bible <laughs> interpreting Bible So the guy began to scoff. The moment I saw it, I said, this is the height of skepticism. But I heard one pastor said, to be, to, if you call this one a skeptic, you are even pardoning him. This one is a cynic. They are never convinced of anything. They are too full of themselves. But faith is the conviction of the word of God. Is somebody following me? Yes, Glory be to God in the highest. Yes, I said this here. The house of Jacob will possess their possession. Yes, if you are among them, shout, Amen! Yes, you will possess your possession. Yes, you will repossess what has been taken. Yes, you, cover, you possess new grounds. Yes, in the name of Jesus, hear me again. What the devil thought he has stolen from you, you are taking it back. Uh, in the name of Jesus, I take it back. Take it back and more. Say, I'm taking it back and more. In the name of Jesus, say, by fire, by force, I'm taking it back.
back hallelujah glory be to God in the highest that guy was saying rubbish he was saying how can it be I'm saying again all oh, the so called trending nyama nyama have no knowledge of God at all Whereas there are three lepers who are cast out, read for that, who the community had condemned, who could not come back into the community. They are at the gate. And they shouldn't be there. They should have gone. But for the war that has sealed up everybody, Ben Hedad has sealed them up. So they were trapped there. Everybody's case was bad. Bad in the sense that. For those in the city, it was a terrible famine, starvation that people were resorting to cannibalism. That same condition affected them too. But in addition to that, they can't come into the city. And neither can they go from the city. So they are trapped. At least this one still have themselves. They are still buying donkey's head. They are still buying the droppings of donkeys. This one's had nothing. They couldn't even go back to go and share in the droppings of donkey. And they couldn't go further. They would, they would kill them. So they were worse. Guess what? They said, hey! Standing here, we are dying. Going back, we will die. And now going forward, obvious, they are here to kill us. Ladies and gentlemen, if standing here, we are dying, going back, we are dying, going forward, we are dying. Obviously, the best thing to do is to what? Go forward. I'm talking to somebody here today. Don't assume that you are stuck. Don't assume that it's all gone and it's so bad you can't do anything. I'm saying to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, go forward. Go and possess and repossess in Jesus' name. Don't begin to sing some war songs. But no, it's all, no. If God is saying you are possessing, then you are possessing. In the name of Jesus. They went forward. The Bible says the moment they began to walk, the Bible said God caused the earth to begin to tremble. Hey! The earth will tremble before most people here this year. Those who thought they have got to where they wanted you. By the time you take the first step forward, the earth will shake for you. When the earth shook in the in in, in the dungeon, <laughs> three things happened. Chains were cut. There's deliverance of Manzayo. On Manzayo, there shall be deliverance. He said, "There shall be holiness." How did criminals become born again? Doors were shut from open. Any shot by case to this year, I say in the name of because he said he goes before me as a consuming fire. I say any shot door, any sh- any bars of iron, any principality of power before you, Holy Ghost fire, consume in the name of Jesus. I say consume. Ah. Ah. Glory be to God. God knows I will never try to impress you. I will tell you the truth as I have come to know it. This year, in the name of Jesus, 
it caused the earth to begin to shake the armies of Syria fled they started thinking that they had hired machineries from Egypt and from somewhere and they fled for their lives all those who have ganged up against you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I said their defense will fail them in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus their defense will fail them they will run when no man is pursuing them in the name of Jesus even the ground they stand on will become their enemies in the name of Jesus they will give way by fire by force Sit down. They left their donkeys. They left their horses. They left their camels. You want to quickly run away. How do you do that? Jump on the horses? No. They were so frightened that they left them and ran on foot. And when the three lepers got in there, I grew up in the north. There were a lot of lepers. And some would be so battered so battered and so disfigured to walk some of them can you imagine somebody walking like that or walking and God took that I don't know how badly you have been injured please open your ears and hear me I don't know how badly you have been injured I don't know how badly you have been decimated God will use that state to confound your enemies in the name of Jesus I say by fire by force somebody shall fire in the name of Jesus I say every gun the devil has stolen you are taking it back I say you are taking it back we are taking it back in the name of Jesus and every agent of the devil against you Because he said, I will destroy them. That's his word. Tell me chapter 9 verse 3. I will destroy them. I will destroy them before you. Anyone that constitutes an enemy of your progress, an enemy of your divine destiny, an enemy of what God has said you will be in life. I say in the name of Jesus, the fire of the Holy Ghost will destroy them. Destroy them. I say destroy them. You are taking it back in Jesus' name. So when they came, they saw their tents. No so. Somebody, you are recovering all. Say, in the name of Jesus. So you can imagine what they must have done. They must have ate and ate. They said when they got tired of eating, they started packing. They packed, went to hide. Came back again and packed, went to hide. They said from one tent. The whole day they were packing. Then they got into the second tent. They, uh, they said, no, wait a minute. What we are doing is bad. Meanwhile, at that point that they had eaten and had packed enough to go and hide, people were still dying and eating cow dung. Don't tell me everybody is the same. Our faith separates us. See, what we are doing is bad. Let's go tell them. But remember, they were cast away. So the test of faith now is 
with the people who threw you away now believe you. They went back. They couldn't approach. So they approached the gate men. They said, please tell them that there is food. The gate men looked at them. They don't look like they are starving. Food where? Went to tell the king. The king didn't believe. Why are you angry that people don't believe you? It's because you are not trending. <laughs> so the king said, Well, let's send some people to go and check. Meanwhile, he's starving. The king said, No. Now I begin to believe it. I still have my doubt. The citizens must be hiding. So they will let us all go out and all kill us. Can you imagine a negative, cynical mind? Send people, they went, they saw the camp. The trepidation. They went beyond the camp. They went as far as Jordan. They didn't see a soul. Then they returned. They said, Ha, ah, it is true. What about the food? King, we can't describe it. Overwhelming. Then the whole city started trooping. Then the man that used his mouth to say it's not possible and was told, You will see, you will not eat. He was trampled to death. Is somebody believing the fact that this year there shall be deliverance from Isaiah? There shall be holiness. I said, There shall be deliverance. No matter how horrible your captors are, I say, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. There shall be deliverance, there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob is the house of Jacob anywhere here? You will possess your possession in the name of Jesus. Shall we rise? Say, I'm possessing my possession. I'm possessing my possession. I'm taking back what the devil has stolen. In Jesus' name. Lift up your hand and appreciate God. And make your declaration. Make your declaration. Forget any man. Forget me now. Say in the name of Jesus. By fire, by force. I'm taking back everything the devil has stolen. I'm taking it back in the name of Jesus. And I'm possessing beyond that. Oh, Maraca Shata. I'm capturing new grounds. In the name of Jesus. I begin to operate in the fullness of the gifts of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As at when I need it, I will operate in it. In the name of Jesus. I'm a spirit being. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost dwells inside of me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. This year I'm possessing my possession. Possessing my possession. I'm recapturing everything the devil thinks he has stolen. We'll bind their kings with fetters of iron, bind their kings and their leaders, cast them out in the name of Jesus. We are taking back in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Now giving praise, giving praise, giving praise, rejoice in the horn of your salvation. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate the victory of the Lord. When the dark cloud of death that is sent to you knows you are the one, they will flee in the name of Jesus.
If they dare, they'll be consumed in the name of Jesus. Somebody shall by fire, by force. I give God the glory. This year, I said, This year, you will testify. I will testify in the name of Jesus. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.